Welcome back to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About It podcast. We truly believe you're made for more and have purpose in Christ. Here, everyone, all ages, backgrounds, and walks of life are welcome to dive into the Bible for godly insight on topics we all deal with to ultimately seek truth. Thank y'all so much for listening. Let's get this party started. Welcome back to Chosen Girl, episode three. We're so glad that you're back with us. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. We are so honored that you guys are listening. We're so happy that you're in our Chosen Girl fam. And we are very excited to start this topic today. Um, But first, we wanted to remind you guys about our giveaway. If you screenshot where you've watched this episode, where you have subscribed to our podcast, or even given us a review, five stars, of course. Um, (laughs) We would love for you to tag us in your Instagram story for a chance to win a tea and a decal. So we would love to treat you. So make sure you do that to get entered to win. We're going to pick a winner every single month and you get to pick a tea size and a decal for you. Um, But last week and the week before, we've been talking about love. Yes. As we say here in the South, L-U-V. That's right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We talked about loving others. We talked about loving ourselves. And while I was writing the show notes for these, I felt so convicted on how do we love God? So good. I've never mm-hmm. thought about that because, you know, someone may identify themselves as a Christian and they'll be like, oh, I love the Lord. Or I've had people approach me before and say, do you love the Lord? And I'm like, mm-hmm. of course I love the Lord. But we use the word love so lightly. Like, I also love chocolate milk. Like, I love you, Liz. Yeah. But love in action is obviously something completely different than the words and vocabulary we use every day. And Mm -hmm. obviously, you guys know my heart. I didn't mean any disrespect in putting God, chocolate milk, and Liz all in the same love category because they (laughs) obviously are not. But that's kind of what we're here to talk about today is what does loving God look like? Right. I I think it's so rare that we actually talk about tangibly what that looks like because we've talked about some things like you know being obedient and like spending time with God and that's how you show him that you love him but I think that we can take it a step further because those are those can all be really short-term things if you really think about it and something on almost on surface level to what we're really going to dive into today so, so true and and that's such like a quote-unquote churchy answer yeah you know so mm-hmm. like we want to show with our life the love of God and show him the love that obviously he is due by giving our lives to him. So let's just dive right into what does that look like, Liz? Well, we, so the crazy thing is that Sarah and I studied obviously before, um, before recording this and we both came up with the same scripture because God be working on overtime. (laughs) That's right, honey. Holy spirit. Thank you, honey. Yes. So we, we want to start with Luke uh, chapter 10 verses 25 through 28. And this is the parable of the um, good Samaritan. Um, And just this first part is so important because we've all heard of the story of the good Samaritan. We think about the latter part of the story where we really talk about what it looks to be like to be a neighbor, but we forget that first commandment. Um, so starting in chapter, excuse me, in verse 25, on one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And he said, what is written in the law? 
Jesus replied, And how do you read it? Uh, the man answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus said. Do this and you will live. Wow. I think this is, it almost kind of becomes mundane because we've heard this many times. Mm-hmm. If you even, if you have the Bible app, you can always search and like, you know, love God with all your heart. And all the, where, all the places where this is listed comes up. This has been a commandment since Moses. This Absolutely. is nothing new. This lawyer knew this. Yeah. It was repeated actually out of the book of Deuteronomy. Wow. So, so that's how far back this law goes. For, yeah. And so it's like, but we never take this part out of the scripture specifically. And Sarah and I wanted to break down what it looks like to really love God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and all your strength. Um, and so we're just going to kind of dive right, right into that with start talking about our heart. How do we love God with all of our heart? Obviously, we could get pretty cheesy here talking about love and the heart. Mm -hmm. But when I think about those two words in correlation to each other, the first thing that comes to my mind is the word desire. Yeah. And I think that God ultimately wants us to desire what he desires. Mm -hmm. And what that really ends with is ultimate fulfillment for us and then God being able to work through us. Like it's a completely symbiotic relationship where both benefit from each other. Mm -hmm. But the thing is like not going into it with that in mind, like what can I benefit from this relationship? It's what can I give and how can I be used? Right. Um, So I think that that that's the first thing that comes to my mind is desiring what God desires. You know, one of the things, because we know it's so close to Valentine's Day. Yes. um, This will actually launch after Valentine's Day. We're filming this on the 11th, guys. So we're in the heat of the season of love here. (laughs) It's a perfect time to be talking about this because we always want to be romanced by everything. We love rom-coms and romance movies. and Hallmark's my jam. I'm not going to lie. Right. Especially at Christmas time. Mm -hmm. But you know. All, all these things, and we're looking for the world to satisfy something that only God can. Um, I Guys, I'm a single Pringle out here. I'm not married or anything, but... Christian fellas. <laughs> call but, 1-800-CHOSEN-GIRL. Right? No, I'm just, just kidding. kidding. That's not a number. Don't, do not call us. <laughs> but the main thing is, like, the Lord really told me a lot, especially with Southern culture, that it's all like, are you seeing anybody? Is there any man in your life? It's always about getting married and things like that. And then after that, then it's about having children. And But it all starts with like that being romanced. And you know mm-hmm. what I realized? Like the, the Lord really put on my heart. No one will ever pursue you like I will. Amen. Like no one will chase after you. No one's going to love you. No one's willing to sacrifice the way that God has sacrificed. For, like Jesus gave up his own life for you. Yes. And he'll and never leave. He'll never leave you. Never forsake you. He's with you until the end of the world. What a love is that? Yes. And it really makes me think, wow, how do I, in turn, lay down my desires at the feet of Jesus? How do I lay down my desires for worldly things and pick up the desires that he has for my life? That's amazing and so humbling to me. Like, And it's not, the thing is, is that, in love, um, we know that love is some, something that's so beautiful and powerful, but it usually requires us to give up something as well. But in this case, you're giving up something and you are gaining something worth, I mean, immeasurable amounts. 
And his love is perfect. Yes. So that's exactly the definition of perfect love there is Mm -hmm. you may be giving up something, but you're gaining so much more. Right. I mean, in Psalms uh, 37, 4, it says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I mean, he can give you everything that you've ever wanted. And sometimes what you really want isn't even something, sometimes you don't even know what you really want. Isn't that the truth? Well, when our desires line up with God's will, then that's inevitable for that to happen, Mm -hmm. for us to get the desires of our heart. Because I can think of my desires of my heart five years ago. Yeah. (laughs) They're very different (laughs) than my desires of my heart today. And I'll be able to say the same thing, hopefully, in the next five years and Mm ten years. But that's just God molding you into who you're becoming and making your heart more like His as you get to know Him better. Praise God that he does that. That is my prayer. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's the goal, guys. Like, love him with all your heart and then watch him transform your heart. Like, that. what a gift. Mm -hmm. I think it, I also want to just plug this in there that laying down your desires at the feet of Jesus is not, it's not a one-time deal. Oh, ain't that the truth? It has to be reoccurring because as we grow and as individuals in in our walks, our desires for our lives change and the things that we want change. And uh, our expectations change. And I think it's important that we constantly come to come to God and say, like, God, use me. Well, and the thing is, too, going along with that is God knows best. And mm-hmm. we're going to get into trusting God here and how that goes along with our love for Him and His love for us here in just a second. So I don't want to jump the gun. But I couldn't help to think I have this mental picture of my little sister. Um, it's a home video of her when she's like six months old. And my mom is holding a sucker in her mouth. And y'all know how little kids and babies love suckers. Well, she wanted to hold that sucker and have the control so bad. So she's fidgeting with my mom and trying to take control of the sucker. Well, finally, my mom just like takes the sucker completely. And my little sister loses her breath, crying. Like, (laughs) there's no sound. It's just her like with this ugly cry face. (laughs) But the thing was, my mom... In that moment, if I could find that, I'm totally posting that on the Chosen Girl page because it is precious slash hilarious and my sister would hate me for it. So definitely doing that. But <laughs> but my mom knew it was best. Yeah. Even though the desires of my little sister in that moment were all I want is that sucker. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. My mom saw what could harm and what could be detrimental and what wasn't for her yet. Right. Now... Two years down the road, when she's three years old, four years old, five years old, yeah, she can handle a sucker by herself. Yeah, it's fine. So God's timing is perfect. God's ways are perfect. And I think that His timing will meet our desires when we line up with what He wants and what His will is and what His Word says. Wow. You're, you're absolutely right. And that's really hard when you're in it mm-hmm. and you want that sucker, but it's not your time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not time yet. Yes. That's so, okay. But the key word is yet. And God wants good for us. We mm-hmm. already know that. We already know God wants good for us. Yeah. So if we just hang in with him, it's going to be good. You're, wow. There's, I mean, that's just period. The, like to quote Hercules, the gospel truth. Yeah. <laughs> God and Disney. Okay. <laughs> so the second one, the second part is love your, love your God with all your soul. Which I think we talk a lot. I mean, we think about, we, we were chatting about um, soulmates and how <laughs> it's just kind of funny that I like the idea of soulmates. Yes. And um, like, it's like an old term. We're like, what? What in the world? Like, like a soulmate? You're my soulmate. 
But the verse that we had with that was um, Psalm 62, verse 1. Truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Wow. And the first thing that came to my mind was, what is my driving force? Or who is my driving force? And is it myself or is it God? Wow. When I think about the thing, like, deep down, the fire inside of you. Yes. That kind of goes along with the first thing that came to my mind was, like, the people who are life-giving and restoring to your soul, those Mm. relationships, because that's what this is, guys. We're talking about a relationship as it pertains to heart, soul, strength, and mind, and loving God. Mm -hmm. Liz and I were talking about how there's a select few people in your life that you meet and you get the opportunity to be friends with and get the opportunity to love that I would classify as like a kindred spirit. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the person. You can look at them. They know what you're thinking. That person isn't going to get offended by what you say. They know your heart. One of those for me is Liz. One of those for me is my husband. Um, and I pray that if you have not found those people in your life, that God would send you a kindred spirit for you to get linked up with. Because those people are restful. Those people are safe for you. Mm-hmm. Those people are restoring and life-giving. And you leave those conversations and those interactions feeling better than when you left or that, yeah, than when you came. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's, that's Jesus. Like that's, that's what he wants to do for you. Mm -hmm. And the only way to get linked up and have a kindred spirit with God is to get to know God. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The question I have is like, how do you actually yoke your soul with God. And if you've been following us, then you know that we talk about getting yoked up with God a lot. But for those of you who don't know, uh, way back in the day, we might have had two oxen, and you put an older or stronger oxen with a younger one, and they were bound together at the neck. So when one moved, the other one moved the same direction. You can't set, they can't separate themselves. Yes. So how do we yoke up our souls with God? So, Sarah, what does that look like in that pursuit of yoking up with God? Um, I actually wrote about this. I might as well talk about it now because I'm sure by now the cat's out of the bag. In the Chosen Girl Bible study that's coming Mm -hmm. out March 2nd. Yes. Talked about this in Daily Pursuit of Christ, which is one of our four sessions, which will, shameless plug here, will be free for download on the Chosen Girl app and the Chosen Girl website. Um back to your normal programming. (laughs) Um, When I started being more intentional with my relationship with Christ, y'all, I ain't there. I skip days. I mess up. I need grace. God shows me grace. I have to give myself grace. But when I found myself finding a prayer life that worked for me, journaling my prayers, finding a time of day that worked for me to learn more about God and His nature and what He's like, I found myself doing a few things. I found myself more at peace Mm -hmm. with the struggles that came at me every day because Mm -hmm. I knew that I was in tune with the one who could help me. Amen. I found myself more equipped and Mm -hmm. calm with the hurdles or even just like the anxiety, the fear of the future, the guilt of the past. All of that seemed 
to the way that I think about it is almost be like a watercolor painting that came together and made sense yeah. where before it was more like harsh lines. Mm-hmm. And I don't know wow. if that, that metaphor makes any sense to anyone else's heart, but it's almost like it all came together. Like, Hey Sarah, you're anxious this morning, but my word says, don't be anxious about anything, but pray and give thanks about everything. So why don't mm-hmm. you just go ahead and give pra- praise and thanks? And, and ask God, ask me about this. And it's like, when I got to know the nature of God, just like when I got to know your nature, when we were together, it was just easy. Mm-hmm. And when something came up about a problem we needed to solve together or um, a new journey, mm-hmm. a new chapter, like starting Chosen Girl, it was just easy yeah. with you. It's easy with God when you're linked up with Him. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of how that started with me. And it took me only about a consistent week of prayer and reading to discover that. Because y'all, Satan ain't going to like it when you start reading and praying. praying. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, some hurdles came that week. Mm -hmm. But I felt more prepared. And the thing about it in the word, God doesn't promise that we won't have trouble. But I, I was like, wow, this isn't, this isn't as bad as I thought. Or this is bad and this <laughs> does suck, but take heart. He's overcome the world. So, right. you know, I'm not saying it's the quick fix cure to everything and that life's going to be rainbows and unicorns, but you're linked up with the one that can make your soul find rest. Wow. And it's not just like finding rest. We were talking earlier about just it's a restoring relationship. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that goes along with like the term life giving. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I was telling Sarah, I'm a little bit of a nerd. and But I instantly think of like a video game life. If you've played even like the smallest thing, like even Mario or something like right. that, you know that you lose your lives constantly. And then once you're all out, you're just depleted and you're done. But have, being yoked up with God is like having an energy like an energy bar that never goes down. Yes. But only that only happens when you're yoked up with Christ. That's so true. Nothing else will ever restore you, will ever find give you the true rest that you need. That's amazing. And then this world is exhausting. It It'll is. run you ragged. And I can't imagine not being able to to stop for a moment and rest in God. And you know, it's I feel like our culture says that Find, you know, treat yourself, find rest and, you know, take a nap, like do whatever, but you can't give yourself the rest that your soul needs. Isn't you can't. that the truth? If we could do that, we wouldn't need God. That is the truth. And we need him so desperately. Mm-hmm. All right, girl, let's go into, you want to do strength or mind first? You pick. Let's do strength. Let's do it. Um... I'm just going to give the quick example of what I thought was strength. Yeah. And then I want to hear your your feedback on this. It's so funny. Find an accountability partner, guys. Liz and I talked about this subject earlier this week, and we came into this with completely different angles, but it's just how God works. Like, we had Mm -hmm. the same verse, but two points of view. So that is the value in podcasts. That's the value in an accountability partner. Mm -hmm. That's the value in finding a Christian spouse, Mm-hmm. That is a blessing, you guys. Like, I'm not I'm not dogging anyone whose spouse is not a Christian, but I promise you, ladies, if you're single and you're looking, find a Christian spouse because y'all need to be going by the same roadmap if you right. want to go in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. Let's stop going down rabbit holes now, Sarah. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't have drank a Coke today, but it's fine. Um, 
So when I think about strength and loving someone with all your strength, shout out to my grandmother. We call her Moni, <laughs> if y'all know me. She's the best. She is the absolute best. Um, she listens to Chosen Girl, so she'll be very happy listening to this. But she loves hard, and she loves strong. Mm-hmm. And let me give you an example of this. She will text you every time she's praying for you and let you know what she's praying for you about. Mm-hmm. She will not let you leave her house without you eating some of her cooking, which you don't want to leave her house without eating some of her cooking. (laughs) She is the most hospitable, considerate. It's all about you. It's not about her. But also, guys, she has always been one of the first ones to tell me, hey, why are you dating this guy? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Let's sit down. Let's have a come to Jesus meeting. And maybe tell me the things that I don't necessarily want to hear But because she loves me so much and we have that relationship, Mm -hmm. she knows she can tell me and she knows I need to hear it. So when I think of strong love and loving strong and loving hard, that's deep, that's rooted, that's grounded, that has a history, I think of my grandmother Moni. Because we have history. Mm-hmm. We are grounded. We can be open with each other. We can be honest with each other. I think about like a tree with roots. Like that took work. Mm-hmm. That took time. That took experiences. Yeah. And when I think of loving God with all of your strength, mm-hmm. I think that he doesn't want you to hold back in bringing things to his feet mm-hmm. and praying about your problems and talking to him about your everyday. Mm -hmm. Something that I used to do in high school that I wish I could remember who suggested this to me is when you lay your head down at night, and I still love to do this, tell God about your day. When you get home, you tell your friends about your day or your mom or dad or your husband or whoever you converse with. You're Mm -hmm. like... You know, how's your day? Oh, we did this, this, and this. I feel like I could have done better at this. I was really proud of myself for X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. You know, it sounds crazy, but I promise you, it'll grow your relationship with God. And when you go through experiences with God on your side, when you think about all that he's done for you, even back all the way back to the cross, like that love has history. Yeah, it really does. It's a strong love. It's whew. and thank God that it that it is. Yes, we you won't find it anywhere else. Only, only I mean that that's what Jesus died for. Yes. Um, one of the things that comes to mind when I think of strength. So Sarah mentioned that we kind of took on some different angles with this. Is um, the first verse was Exodus fifteen, um, verse uh, chapter one, verse two, and I want to split this between strength and mind. So the first half of it, the Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. And I thought that in times that when things, when life just gets hard because it's messy and it's sticky and all the things and it gets rough, that where do you pull your strength from? And I'm thankful that I'm not relying on myself. Wow. For for that strength, and the thing that um that came to mind is that how are you going to save yourself? You cannot. You can't save yourself. And that if you are a cup, and how can you fill your cup up or the cups of other people around you if you're only half full and no one's trying to refill you? Wow. And like that strength, it only comes from the Lord. And I just think that there's so much power when we stop viewing, thinking that we have to be strong. Yes. Because we don't. We have we have God. Yes. We don't need to have our personal strength. We just need to be obedient and to trust in him. Yes. 
And you know, I, this just came to my mind. I, we've talked about this before with identity in Christ. We'll talk about it in the Bible study that'll be available in March. But it's so easy to view the world around us through the lens in which we view ourselves Mm -hmm. and our own experiences. So if we've had bad experiences with relationships, with love, with parents, with family, with romantic relationships, Mm -hmm. it's going to be really hard for us to find strength and love God strongly. Mm-hmm. Or stronger. Yeah. It's going to be hard to give ourselves fully to him if we have been misguided. Right. In the past. But y'all, the love of God is the only perfect love. Amen. It's the only love that cast out fear. It's the only love that has laid its life down for mm-hmm. us. It's the only love that holds weight. And the word that's coming to my mind is from a Lauren Daigle song. Your love is loyal. Yes. Like you said earlier, it never leaves. So, mm-hmm. like, that is a strong love. It's not a fleeting no. fling that a is fickle. going to be here today, gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. God's mad at me. God um, thinks I did wrong at this. It is not that. It is a grace-filled, second chance, waiting on you, history-filled, strong love. Mm-hmm. It is deeply rooted. It's not going to be taken up by one storm or another or one sin right. that you've taken on or any sin because it's a love that conquered sin for you, conquered death for you. And I think that when we think about that, that is motivation for me yeah, to want to strengthen my love for Christ. You're absolutely right. So as we move into the last one, we've got mind. And the second part of the verse in Exodus that I had is that he's my God and I will exalt him. Because the first thing that came to my mind is that you may not be able to control your situation, but you can always control how you respond. Wow. And so I always say that um, you pretty much always have two options. You can change your situation um, or you can change your perspective. Yeah. And that's it. You can't change the past. Um, But we serve a God that that is beyond time and is beyond all mistakes and that he, he has already chosen us, but he's asking for us to choose him. And that is a, a thing that we have to do with our mind. It's, it's, it's intentional. a conscious and yes. intentional and constant decision that we have to make. Yes. And I think that it's, it's not always about feelings because sometimes we think about like worship and like you get into worship and you're like feeling it. Vibes, and it's easy feels, to choose God yeah. when you're feeling it. But you know when it's not easy to choose God? When bad things are happening around you. Mm-hmm. When, um, when like your parents' health is failing and you realize that you, you're going to have to live a life without them. And in that moment, you can choose to wallow in self-pity and woe is me and how could God? Or you can simply say, God, I exalt you. Because I have loving parents that I care so much about. Yes. And let's talk about that really quick. Because... Y'all, with the mind, like Liz said, feelings will lie to us. Mm -hmm. I don't like all the time saying the term, follow your heart. I think we need to follow the Holy Spirit. But we also have to know what we know. Mm -hmm. We have to know the truth from God's Word. When things around us look like, why would a loving God allow this to happen? That is a real question, guys, that Mm -hmm. we cannot ignore, that we cannot sugarcoat. And I obviously do not have all the answers to why things happen. I do not know why God allows certain things. I do know that he holds the whole story. Mm -hmm. And I do know that the word says the devil comes only to still kill and destroy. Right. 
but the Father came to give life and to give it more abundantly. And that every good and perfect gift is from above. So I have to trust that even though the enemy may win some battles in my life, Mm -hmm. he is not going to win in the end that God's love has conquered all Mm -hmm. for me, even death. And I do not understand some things here on this earth, but we have to trust that God is good and Mm -hmm. he only wants good for us. It is not his intention to break our heart. It is not his intention for us to live an unfulfilled or sad life or be sad forever from a tragedy. But he came to give us life and life more abundantly. Wow, that's so good. And that's hard, not and, knowing. Yes. Let me just be straight up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not always content with that. And I'm asking God to increase my trust every we day. To. We have to. Ask and you shall receive. Yes. One last thing, ladies. We are just about out of time, but I want to leave you with a verse out of Joshua, just as a reminder that this is a commandment that we've been told over and over again. Um, Joshua chapter 22, verse 5 But be very careful to keep the commandment and the law that Moses, the servant of God, gave you to love the Lord your God and to walk in obedience to him and to serve him with all of your heart and all of your soul. I hope that in just in what we've talked about today, that you take a second, a second look at your heart, do a heart check. And, you know, it's okay if you say like if you realize that your trust isn't really in God right now because you took the first step, you realize it. So now you can address it. You can go to God and be like, God, fix me. I always say, fix me, Jesus. Fix that me. the truth, honey. But we praise God that we serve a mighty God who's forgiving and who loves us so strong and so hard and that cares enough for us to love him back. Yes. I wanted to end on a couple of scriptures to encourage you guys. Why should we love God? We love because he first loved us, First mm-hmm. John 4, 9. But God showed his love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5, 8. And then, but God being rich in mercy because of the great love in which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ. And by grace, you have been saved. Ephesians 2, 4 and 5. So guys, like when the Bible says things like, when... If you love God, keep his commands. That Mm -hmm. is not because God is mean or he has power struggle. It's because his ways are best. He wants to give us life and a full life. And he wants, he like, this is something I thought of this week. He likes me and he loves me. Yes. Like y'all know that family member that you're forced to love, but you really don't like them. Yeah. Let's be real. We got that person. He He likes you and he loves you. And like the question that we need to ask ourselves is like, do we trust God enough to like him and love him? Mm -hmm. Do we know his way is best, even when it doesn't look like it, even when it doesn't feel like it? Yes. Is it something that we know as a fact that God is working all things together for the good of those who love him? And are called according to his purpose. Yes. Wow. That verse just sums it right up. Didn't even have it in my notes. (laughs) Thank you, God. Well, ladies, thank you guys so much for joining us for uh, week three on Tell Me About It. We'll be right back here next Tuesday. Um, Thank you guys so much for for following, for listening. We love you. We're praying for you. If you have suggestions, prayer requests, or anything, feel free to shoot us a message on Facebook or Instagram, and we'll see you right back here next Tuesday. Bye, guys. Bye. 
thank you all for listening and for being a part of our Chosen Girl community. Make sure you subscribe, screenshot, and even tag us on Instagram so we can share in the love with you guys. We love you, we are praying for you, and we truly believe that God has more for you. See you all next Tuesday.